0: This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Today's program is pre-recorded.
1: This is Women to Watch. I don't think you can truly change for the better in a lasting meaningful way unless it is driven by self-acceptance. Women to watch. Sharing the
0: real stories of the most accomplished women in the world. To rise above all of the noise and fulfill every last one of your dreams. Be inspired by women from across the globe. True philanthropy comes from living from the heart
1: of yourself and giving what you have been given.
2: Who are encouraging more women to pursue their dreams? What I know to be true is that women were always meant to lead... And by shining a light on those doing it well today, my hope
3: is that more women will find their own voice. Now, here's the owner, founder, and host of Women To Watch, Sue Rocco.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another week of Women To Watch. I'm Sue Rocco, and it's so great to be here with all of you. Uh, First up, I want to give a big warm welcome to two new additions to our watch team. Penn Community Bank will be hosting a finance watch and pioneer Jen Welter is going to be hosting a weekly sports watch for us. So we're very thrilled and excited for these new uh, members of our watch team. And don't forget to stay with us during the breaks where you'll hear from them, bringing you news and inspiration from their various industries. We continue to be grateful for their support and the wisdom that they bring to the show each week. As we continue to expand into new markets, we are always looking for additional corporate partners. So if you're interested in being a part of the show, please email taylor at womentowatch.net. And that's taylor at women, the number two, watch.net, N-E-T. And don't forget to download the podcast uh, and sign up for our newsletter. So you're always in the loop on the show. So now I'm so excited and thrilled uh, to welcome to the show Gail Marts. Gail is an author and she's the inventor of the Sherpa Bag. Gail, welcome to the show.
4: Well, welcome, so it's great to be. With you. It's great. And by
2: the way, where, where are you joining us from?
4: I'm in Southern California, San Clemente. Okay, beautiful, beautiful area. Um, You have such a great
2: story, and there's so many pieces of it I want to make sure we can bring to the show. And um, as you know, I always like to start at the very, very beginning. And um, I'm going to start with a quote, because I think this speaks to who you are. You said, from a very young age, I had a propensity to journey on the road less traveled with a curiosity to discover, learn and find ways to fix things. Tell me, um, how old were you when you kind of first recognized that in yourself? How far back would would that be?
4: Oh, I think I was probably five years old when I uh, just I really I always had a curiosity and then uh, when we talk about journeying, it, you know, I was thinking way back when, and the way it used to be in California, you know, you had fields and you had hills and you had animals and you had things out there. And I just left going out to visit the sheeps and seeing the different things that were there. That's not the California we have today, but that many years ago it was. So it was always just... I had to see what was around the corner, over the hill, and, uh, you know, later in years at the top of the pyramids. (laughs) Would you
2: say, were you brave? You know, were you kind of a a little bit of a tomboy, maybe, and brave to
4: kind of... That's a very good thing to say, because I was, and I was saying that to uh, one of my workers yesterday. I said, I think I was a tomboy, because I really didn't have a lot of dolls. And it wasn't what, uh, you know, what I was playing with. And so I was just out, you know, seeing what I could see, doing what I could do.
2: Yeah, that's interesting. So that was innate in you. Now tell me about your relationship with your grandmother.
4: Oh, my grandmother. I keep her picture right next to my bed and right across from it. And... My grandmother uh, just loved me, loved me dearly as I loved her dearly. And and we'd have the times together that were so very important to me all the time. And I would spend so much time with her and listen to her and uh, be with her and, and, and hear the stories that she would share with me, uh, you know, in her life, which... I just loved her dearly. So I was her precious. And then that, uh, you know, was the way that we got to do things by just loving each other and loving being together. It sounds like you were surrounded by strong women because your mom,
2: as well, was somebody that was, um, from what I've read, talk to you a lot about standing up for yourself and and being confident.
4: Yes. Well, mother, yes. Mother is, uh, was always there for me. It was in the later year that we, uh, when we worked together, she was my business partner, my best friend and my mother. And you know, those were all of the things that were fabulous in my business because I could trust her. I knew she would be there. She loved me. We, you know, when we first started, uh, it was the business. Uh, it, you know, she would. We'd have to be in the same room next to each other, which is fine. And then she would say, "Now, honey, what are you worried about now? You know, bossing and turning and this." Uh, I called her Connie because once you're big mother, you know, you want to just give them the name, and and she loved being with me working with me and she was always
2: there for me um Gail I find it so interesting that you said you have a picture of your grandmom there because um it sounds like you like keepsakes because you kept a piggy bank that you had from the time you were a little girl filled you know filling it with money you had that entrepreneurship spirit and you still have that bank today
4: well, it was, yes, I have it, and I pulled it out of the, the closet of my things, and, and it was the cutest thing, and, and I had saved that for all of those years. I think it needs some refreshing, but it's filled, you know, with whatever, uh, whatever money I put into it. I'm sure it was pennies, not quarters. But uh, that piggy bank is full. It's the cutest piggy bank, and it goes way back in time.
2: <laughs> that's such a great symbol of, you know, what was to come for you. Um, I Tell me about, it makes perfect sense to me that you decided to be a flight attendant because that's an adventurous um, profession. When did you,
4: what inspired you to do that? I was inspired. I had wanderlusts. And I, I really was so interested to explore and to see the world. And back in uh, 1970, the best thing that I could have done was to become a flight attendant with Transworld Airlines and be able to travel the world. It was one of my best life decisions that I made because I was totally exposed to all the different cultures and different lands. I learned so many valuable life experiences.
2: I want to talk a little bit more about that. We're going to go into our first break. I'm joined by Gail Martz, the inventor of the Sherpa bag. Uh, And Gail's also an author. We'll be talking about her book. Stay with us for our watch team and we will be right back.
3: Now the women to watch Health watch. For Health Watch, I'm Dr. Marianne Ritchie. Well, it's back to school and time for fall sports. This morning on Your Radio Doctor, we spoke to Dr. Christine Marshallock, primary care sports medicine doctor from Rothman Orthopedics. Sports medicine deals with physical fitness and the treatment and prevention of injuries related to sports and exercise, not just for professional athletes, also children and teens in lower school through college, along with adults who exercise and those with physically demanding jobs like construction workers. Physical activity helps establish good health habits at an early age and reduces risk for adult diseases like diabetes, heart disease, and cancers. Plenty of immediate benefits too. Muscle strength and endurance, bone health, reduced obesity. Improves performance in school and decreases risks of depression. Add sports, even more benefits. Learning discipline, sportsmanship, and having fun. Young athletes also learn to avoid injury and learn topics like proper nutrition and hydration. We also learn the value of the pre-season sports physical. We want to maximize safe participation and identify risks for life-threatening conditions like cardiac arrest. So we ask about chest pain, history of fainting or palpitations. Do you tire more quickly than other players at the same level of exercise? History of abnormal EKG? Family history of sudden death, fainting or heart disease in young age? We also look for exercise-induced asthma, history of seizures, concussions, old musculoskeletal injuries like dislocated hips or shoulders, stress fractures, ACL tears, overuse injuries like little league pitcher's shoulder or elbow. Does your child have allergies or carry an EpiPen? Take any meds? Has he or she been excluded from sports for any reason in the past? We also learned about safe weight training in young athletes and the value of cross-training, trying more than one sport. Hear the entire show on YourRadioDoctor.com. Divas, make sure your kids get an annual physical, even if they don't play sports, because you are the ultimate coach. This is Women to Watch with Sue Rocco, Talk Radio 1210 WPHT.
2: Welcome back to the show. I'm joined this week by Gail Marks. and Gail is the founder and former CEO of the Sherpa Bag. Actually, should I say the Sherpa Pet Trading Company? Is that more accurate, Gail?
4: That was the company that I uh, incorporated. I, I incorporated Gail Marts Incorporated, and I do the DBA as Sherpa's Pet Trading Company. Okay, but I want to get.
2: Yeah, I want to get right into. Um, you you have this idea, and people have ideas every day, all day long. And very few execute and go to that next step. So um, we spoke about the fact that you were a flight attendant. And you lost your job in 1987. And at the same time, this is, I think, was probably incredibly uh, impactful in your life. And also um, lost your fiancé, who died suddenly in his sleep. When you think about that time, tell me... How
4: lost were you feeling at that point? I was totally lost at that time uh, because I had had a tragedy and I went into shock uh, with the the death of my fiance. It was all of a sudden, as things happen, you never know what's going to happen. And uh, it was... uh, the, the biggest uh, shock of my life, tragedy of my life at the time. But I was, uh, I want to go back to a, a good time because I think it's always good to start with what really helped you to get through a bad time. And I had gotten a dog in September of, uh, it was 1986. Yeah, September 26, 1986. Sherpa the dog came into my life and that was the, the the best thing in the world for me because I had this little dog and then when the tragedy happened there was a dog with me that was always for the unconditional love as you you don't even know what is going on and what is happening so a dog that was with me Sherpa when I found out uh, well you know it was that uh, Beyonce dying and in bed thing well great for him let's always be on the positive side great for him If you could go to bed just go to sleep and then you don't wake up that is a wonderful way to go it's other people should be lucky the people that find you aren't so lucky but on with the show
2: yeah you know gail you're you're really the finest example i think of um looking for the gift in the tragedy or a bad circumstance i mean you just seem to exude that type of attitude and energy um i love at the time i want to talk about you were a photographer as well and during this time you went and did a photo shoot of the uh women of enterprise awards and you saw there women who had overcome and and started businesses and you thought Look at look at what they've overcome. That was a a moment of inspiration
4: for you. Do you remember that? Oh, I'll never forget that. I will never, ever forget Uh, being a photographer on your camera. It has film in it and uh, you're all set to, to to work with people. I was doing the portrait photography of the winners. So I would get to know each one of them. I would learn what uh, they were. Some people are very concerned about having their photo taken. They say, "Make me laugh. Do whatever you know, so that they can, you know, show the expression that's necessary." And then I was able to capture them in uh, and hear their stories at the same time. So it, it that was the most valuable experience that I had as a photographer. And I'm listening at the award ceremony. I'm listening to each of their stories, and I was so inspired by what they had overcome and what they had achieved. And, and then I thought, well, look at my life. You know, I didn't have cancer. I didn't have this. I didn't have that. And, and I can do it. I can do it. Yeah.
2: I love that. That's really what this show is about, right? Showing how success comes from continually moving forward in spite of challenges, not being smarter or better or different, right? Than any other woman. Um, I think one of the, the, if I'm right, the pivotal moment for you, the idea was you took a, took a long drive across the country with Sherpa and, um, you thought, gosh, you know, I want to be able to take this dog wherever I go. So the bag came into your thought process. When you decided you were going to actually turn it into a business and create and design it, what, what's the very first thing you did? Did you go home and sit down with pen and paper
4: and start to draw something? Uh, what happened, how it really began was working as a professional photographer. I was working for a handbag company with all the top Valentino, long van, really top handbag lines that I was photographing. And so then I absolutely, I, I, I think if I would say I love bags, I love all types of bags. And so, yeah, luggage, bags, purses, uh, any of the different things, I'm just in love with different bags and what they can do and how they can help us. Uh, so I, uh, I went to the president of the uh, company I was working for, and I said, I've got this idea. I just have to do it, but what? how do I, where do I go? How do I begin? Because it needs to be the detail-oriented, which the products I was photographing were very detail-oriented and very high in style. Uh, so, anyway, he gave me a uh, manufacturer in Korea, and at that time, for me to travel around the world was not a difficult task. Oh, because let's go back a little bit more. I had lost my job with the airline. Right, time. right. So, I lost smart things and just lost I could also photograph in Europe. In Europe let's photograph in Rome. In Rome, in Rome. And did, uh, the jobs that I at No 50s was for me. but the president of the Handbag Association gave me the name of a manufacturer that would have the attention to that I need. Um
2: We're going to continue talking about that. When we come back, we have to go into our next break. Stay with me. And I'll be back with Gail Martz, the inventor of the Sherpa bag. Stay with us for our watch team. We'll be right back.
3: Now, the Women to Watch Military Watch.
1: Hi, I'm Carol Eggert, Senior Vice President of Military Affairs at Comcast NBC Universal. For most people, this week is simply the last week of September, the end of summer. But for the military community, it's one of somber significance as we recognize Gold Star Family Remembrance Week. It is here that we honor the mothers, fathers, children, and all family members of service members who died during their service to the nation. Starting with World War I, Gold Star Mother's Day, recognized during the last Sunday of September, provided a way to recognize and honor the mothers who lost a child while serving our country in the United States Armed Forces. This tradition continues, but in 2020, Congress passed a bipartisan resolution establishing September 20th through the 26th as Gold Star Families Remembrance Week. The resolution encourages Americans to perform acts of service and goodwill to honor the families of service members who made that ultimate sacrifice while defending our country. To remember the service members who died in the line of duty and the families that have had to endure such a heartbreaking loss, ceremonies are hosted by the military service organizations and are held throughout the country at military memorial sites, veteran cemeteries, and many military installations. Gold Star families support each other year-round through their shared sense of loss, providing an understanding and comfort that only they can know. But anyone who has served always grieves with these families. So on this day and every day, we offer Gold Star family members our deepest respect and are humbled by their strength.
2: Hi, Sue Rocco here, host of Women to Watch. Are you a fan of the show? If so, be sure to sign up for our podcast at womentowatch.net so you never miss a show and can listen on your own time. That's women, the number two, watch.net. NET.
3: You're listening to Women to
0: Watch with Sue Rocco on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT.
2: Welcome back to the show. I'm having a wonderful conversation with Gail Martz, the inventor of the Sherpa Bag. And um, Gail, I you know, I'm trying to envision you at that time with this grand idea. And you know, we talk to entrepreneurs a lot on this show, and there's so many ups and downs and ups and downs and, and roller coasters. Um, I wonder if you can share a little bit about that very beginning and what was the most challenging f- to get the bag from your idea to the marketplace?
4: Uh, the beginning of uh, the business is always a challenge, but you have to go to the proper avenues that we now can find on the internet to find anything that you want to do, which I didn't have then. Uh, but to manufacturing was fine, shipping was fine. I was learning all those things. I would learn how to uh, you know, get the proper warehouse. I just had to learn everything that I wasn't sure about what I was doing, but I, I managed to do it by recommendations from other people, so uh, then I had started the business, which was fine, Uh, I created the Sherpa bag, which I had one black medium Sherpa bag, which is still the best seller in the world, and I always have that picture, as you know, I keep things that remind me of, (laughs) No, to help me, so I say, okay, what was it like when I took this picture of Sherpa in the first black original sherpa bag medium size and and so then i photographed the bag and then i thought okay how can i learn and what do i need to do to be able to get this out to people so fortunately for me i was living in new york city at the time where there's so many people that have dogs and cats and i could uh take the bag and sherpa the dog and go to the different stores to uh visit with them and so that was the beginning everything was okay for that part of the business it really was
2: one of them i'm sorry go ahead
4: the the harder part you know that creating a, a product having an idea is nothing uh well i have so many ideas you have to lay a proper foundation so i had to lay the proper foundation and fortunately, I had my mother with me who set me up with this. Now, you can see this little black ledger that I have that was, you know, we didn't have the computer programs that had it. Right. So they would set me up with this, and I would, uh, and she would instruct me because she was the financial accounting end of the, uh, the company. And that is really what you must always do when you start something. Have your financial house in order. What are your costs going to be? What is the rate going to be? Every single thing that you do must be documented and then, of course, dated. And then you want to number pages and do all the things that you need to do. I mean, now it's a different story. The computer programs pretty much do everything for you. Just open three computers here and two iPhones here. And what do I need to know? And you've
2: stayed with the advancement of technology, which is great as well, right? Because as things develop and we have better ways to do things all the time with technology. So it's good that you stayed interested and curious and up with the latest um, technological advances.
4: Well, especially, you know, because I think these iPhones, what they can do Uh, Let's say for the cameras, I have the iPhone 12, but now we know the iPhone 13. Now, what does the iPhone do that's better? I don't know. (laughs) Now, if it's better at taking a photograph, then, I mean, you know, with the lens or whatever it has, then I will get the new iPhone because photography is... Uh, it's not a passion it's a part of my life it's a talent it's you know and it's I always see things as a, a photo with the light with what I have to do so it's that at Apple iPhone 13 does a better job well I just get a new phone so right right technology is always key yeah, it is um one
2: of the things you know I think in the the beginning of the show, we touched on the importance of trust um, for for entrepreneurs and how fortunate you were to have your mom. Um, there was a time, there was a, an experience you had where you were conned into signing a document. Tell the listeners about that. That's a huge, I'm assuming, uh, lesson for you.
4: Oh, I think it's one of the worst things that you could ever do in life. We must tell everyone, which I'm sure they will no, I had the propensity also to believe in people and what they were saying, and they can sell you, they can con you into something, and you believe what. They're saying. So I was uh, working with uh, two people that I was bringing into the company, and they had appeared to be properly, uh, you know, matched to what I needed for the company, but then uh, when Connie. My mother and I were at a show, where they were at the same pet product show, and they said, well, we need to get these documents signed today. I said, well, no, I I really have to have my attorney read them. They said they can be changed, but we need to sign them today uh, so we know that we can move forward with the uh, different shipping operations of the company. And then Connie and I thought, well, we trusted them. And they said that we could change, have my attorney read them. And so we said, okay, let's go for it. I didn't remember what she was wearing that day, what they were doing, the show, everything about that. It happened to be one of the biggest mistakes I made in my life was signing a document without having my attorney. Earnings,
2: right, I, I hope that course it, course. I'm, and obviously it did, it all worked out in the end, but I, I think one of the, I was I wanted to ask you for our listeners who are perhaps women starting, um, about to start a business, or what it, is there something they can look for in people to see or notice
4: a sign that perhaps they're not trustworthy? Uh, you've got to, I think what you can do now also, you can check everybody out. You can go to Google.com. You can go to White Page. That's true. Go to everything and see exactly who that. Person
2: yeah, that's true. Background checks, right? <laughs> we didn't have those all before. Yeah. Listen, we're going to go into our last break, and um, when we come back, I want to I want to talk to you about what your mantra is for stressful times, and really how you know you manage through the, those those times in life where you know there's a lot of things to be fearful of right now. And I want to know how you deal with that. Stay with us, and I'll be back with Gail Martz, the inventor of, again, the Sherpa bag. And if you're not a pet owner, it it was the very first travel bag for dogs and cats uh, for travel. We'll be right back.
3: Now, more of Women to Watch with Sue Rocco on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT.
2: Welcome back to the show. I'm speaking to Gail Marts, the inventor of the Sherpa bag. And Gail, obviously, one of the most impressive things you did um, along your career or along your journey was to um, approach the airline industry and have them change policy to allow for the pets to go on the airplane. Tell me how how you did that.
4: That was a big one, too. So when I started the company, I started with, like, the grassroots. The grassroots are breeders, groomers, uh, stores. But in order to do it properly, I wanted people to be able to take a small pet on board an airplane. So I had to go to each airline individually and work with the uh in-flight, cargo, all the different people, let's say 15 of the people with each individual airlines and go over this new policy allowing a small pet in a Sherpa bag underneath the seat in front of you. So it was working with them. Again, when you have a team together, everyone accomplishes more. So with each airlines, it was one by one. And when I would uh, get the letter that said the Sherpa bag is approved for carry on on board the airplane, it was like I had graduated with honors. So, for all you <laughs> very educated MBAs, PhDs, those were my graduation with honors. That I was so very grateful for.
2: Well, it's so gutsy. I mean, really, I I just love how you just continually. Um, Actually, I shouldn't say how you could you started as this little girl full of adventure and and eager to explore and learn. And that stayed with you later in life. And, And the fact that you asked for what you wanted and you what I had another quote here. You said, don't don't allow fear to come in and stop you when you have an idea. You try. And that's, you know, What's the worst that can happen, right? It's an old cliche, but so very true. Have you lived your life that way?
4: Well, yes, because you have to go a little bit further and say, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. And there might be a lot of tryings, but if it wasn't right with what you were doing, something needs to be changed. And you will try and you will find a way And the people to help you find a way, and it or the dogs, you know, look at the dogs and the cats that uh, people own that really truly helped me to build my business because I would do these mailings and I would receive all these fabulous accolades from people that wow, I could take my pet on board now, or this is what I could do. And they really helped me so much because I had. All that affirmative, positive uh, people that would say how important this was. Because a pet is a part of the family. Mm. And
2: and I would say, I don't know what the statistics are. It seems to me that people, more people than ever have dogs and, and, and other pets. I mean, certainly during COVID, we saw a major uptick on people going out and getting dogs
4: absolutely and 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 cats as well because the you know when i started i had the you know the i would photograph the cat in the bag the dog sherpa in the bag and and i would work with the humane societies i worked with all of the different organizations uh that were in the animal world so i could learn more about working with them and helping the animals. That was really what it was. It's it's, you have to speak for your pet because they're, you know, you are their, they are your loving companions, unconditionally loving companions.
2: Yeah. Do you have another invention in your pocket?
4: Oh, yes, I do, but I have to, it's mom's the bird. I've got Fig- <laughs> I really do. I have the next thing that is really great that is going to be coming. We'll be back on a podcast that really works on our computers, that one. But yes, I really do because the strip of bag, it's been 33 years, 34, 35 years since I started that and it's always expanding, educating people, making them aware that, you know, what they can do with the bag. And when we get into the time period where we are now, and, and we talk about safety at home, home is where most of the people spent the pandemic, got more animals. And, and it's the safety that we have, let's say, with the Sherpa bag. So they're trained to be in the bag. But then all of these uh, these things keep happening. Well, we've had uh, what took place with Ida. We have the hurricanes. We have all of the different things. And these horrific fires in California. Yes. So the Sherpa bag was always meant to be a barrier. So that, that was really the highlight behind it. It needed to be safe. Comfortable, and then I always brought in style because I I just was wild about what was happening in Paris fashion capital.
2: Yeah, tell me, you know, in speaking about the fires and you know climate and the hurricanes and COVID, how do you manage anxiety in the midst of all of it?
4: I need to. Uh, I, I always meditate. You no, know, I think it's very important, uh, and and I pray. Uh, you know, it's like I pray within time, you know, it's like I really must be able to go to a broader world of people to help them to understand what they can do with their animals and themselves. I think if we can motivate and inspire others to find out that I didn't know what I was doing when I started, I had an idea. I needed a foundation, and and here's what I did. Here's the good, here's the bad, and here's the ugly. But you learn about it, read about it, and follow the mantra that first you don't see. Right, right.
2: You know, one of my favorite um, lessons that, over the 10 years I've been doing this show, someone said, you know, uh, failing... Is, is just eliminating what's not working. So, exactly. Right? I love that. So, you know, when you're trying and trying and trying and things aren't working, people think of that as a failure. It's just no. It's, it's eliminating what you should not be doing. And, and,
4: I, and yeah. it's so important. Like your heart says, oh, I really want to do this. This is really meant to happen. And that's where, you know, the title of the book, It's in the Bag, goes back to that double entendre Because when you think something is in the bag, you think it's a done deal. Just like this 9 a.m., you know, what we were going to do, how we were going to do it. It was really in the bag. I was so set up. But it wasn't in the bag. Yeah. I had to change. I had to find a way. And then the other part is the story of Sherpa the dog and how...
2: Yeah. I I loved having you, Gail. Your story's really inspirational. I appreciate your time um, and openness in sharing it. Thank you. Thank you. That's it, everyone, for another week of Women to Watch. Stay tuned next week for my interview with Melissa Bernstein, the founder of Melissa and Doug Toys. Have a great week, everyone.
0: Thanks for listening to Women to Watch with Sue Rocco, a Jacob Media production. If you're interested in learning more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Kraus at 267-261-3428. This program is a paid commercial announcement and does not reflect the views of WPHD or its management. Today's program has been pre-recorded.